Just as Chinese manufacturers are coming back online, the economic downturn of the rest of the global economy is tanking demand for those very factories. And as those factories come back online, what's in store for environmental enforcement? This week, we get the latest from our Shanghai director, Owen Hockey. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Owen Hockey is the director of our Shanghai office. Owen, welcome back. Hey, Ian. All right, so how is the slowdown in the global economy impacting U.S. businesses in China? I know we've mentioned this in the previous podcast, but good news is is that most manufacturing in China is now back online. Mm-hmm. We've talked to a number of companies over the past week that noted they're now back operating at 90 to 100 percent of capacity, and their suppliers are able to do that as well. But the bad news is that the COVID-19 has brought a downturn in economies outside of China. So demand is down in a number of industries or is expected to be impacted, except for medical products, which China has seen a strong spike in exports. Right. For many U.S. companies in China, they sell in China and to the region. So they're seeing slowdown in demand in Asia-Pacific region and beyond due to disruptions from COVID-19. India, for example is now seeing mandatory factory shutdowns. So companies selling product to India from China are impacted. That's one example. Many other countries are also impacted. For many U.S. companies, the U.S. is their largest market or is one of their largest markets. So they're focusing on taking some of the best practices for business continuity that they may have learned during shutdowns in China uh, to their U.S. operations and also global operations in Europe and other locations that are currently severely impacted by COVID-19. For example, companies looking at how they can continue to produce and operate while also protecting their employees. That's a good example. They can use lessons learned from their China experience here in the U.S. or other locations around the globe. U.S. companies' China operations went through this process already. Uh, So U.S. companies should be communicating with their China teams and uh, seeking their advice and best practices that they may have already developed that they can implement in the U.S., uh, Europe, and other other markets that are impacted by COVID-19. All right. And, And now that manufacturing is back up, how has this impacted regulatory enforcement of operations? I'm thinking particularly here of environmental enforcement. We've tracked environmental policies very closely. U.S. companies are very good stewards of environmental compliance, uh, but they're they're interested in how environmental enforcement may impact operations of themselves and their suppliers. We did a whole report on this in March 2019. Mm -hmm. A link to which I will include in the show notes. While there may have been a slowdown in frequency and visits from regulators during the past few months, this is largely because a lot of the manufacturing was shut down and the uh, regulators may have been wanting to limit their face-to-face interactions. But there's no signs that they're letting off on relaxing pollution controls. Uh, U.S. companies uh, have been in compliance and continue to do so, uh, but many are concerned that loosening of environmental uh, compliance policies could give their competitors an advantage. But that doesn't seem to be happening. Uh, But we did get some questions about that and if that was happening. We do see policies supporting more business-friendly policies to help get businesses back up and running. Uh, without all the administrative environmental requirements that we've seen in the past, uh, without compromising the environment or or pollution levels. My colleague and I are working on an article on this, which may be of interest to any manufacturers in China. It should be coming out in the next couple of weeks. 
All right, we will certainly let you know when that is available. And as always, you can find some of our best writing in China market intelligence, and that is on our website at uschina.org slash CMI. Um, so changing gears, what's going on with the phase one agreement? On the phase one implementation, we're still looking out for China's intellectual property action plan, which will include specific action items to bolster intellectual property protection on areas of concern for U.S. companies, such as legal protections for trade secrets. The uh, U.S. government is expecting an action plan to be out on March 27th, which has since passed. But we hear this is delayed because it requires review and approval by the National People's Congress, uh, which has been delayed due to the coronavirus situation with no clear timeline at this point. Uh, but we're keeping an eye out, and we know this is of interest to many of our member companies as well. As a reminder on that, we have been getting a lot of questions about phase one uh, agreement implementation. We do have a phase one agreement tracker that looks at the various commitments that were in that agreement and what is the progress that has uh, taken place already on those uh, commitments. It's on our website and uh, we look pretty closely at, at what those commitments are and which ones have already went through and which ones are still uh, waiting to uh, be completed. Highly recommend members to take a look at that. Uh, we're tracking commitments and actions the Chinese government is taking towards fulfilling them in agriculture, intellectual property, and financial services. Again, I will include a link in the show notes for that. Okay, as always, Owen, thanks for the quick wrap-up. We'll hear from you again soon. Thank you, Ian. Good speaking with you. Again, Owen Hockey is the director of our Shanghai office. Before I do the credits, uh, I want to mention a few resources that may be of use to you and your companies right now. Obviously, we're all working together through some particularly hard times right now, and I want to remind you that USCBC is here for each and all of its member companies. So if your company is facing particular challenges that our analytical muscle here can help you with, all of our offices are currently operating at full capacity, and we would be more than happy to help you with those issues. Uh, feel free to reach out directly to me at ihutchinson at uschina.org, and I'll put you in touch with someone who can help you tackle those concerns. Uh, moreover, you can always find good research on our website, uschina.org. We've got in-depth reports, there's industry-specific updates, and um, our China Market Intelligence articles that break down developing regulatory and legislative topics in China. If you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to me directly. We're here to help. All right, the China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council. You can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review. It will help other people find it. And in the meantime, stay healthy, keep in touch, and we'll be back next week.